Back to Rivals of the East, everybody. Host Buzz with co-host Sean. Week 18 in the books, Sean. Patriots, Dolphins. Who made the playoffs? Who do you think? The Dolphins. How about that? Miami's in the yeah, playoffs. How about that? We how are in the that? playoffs. You know, this is the first time since 2008. The Dolphins are in the playoffs. The Patriots are not. And uh, no coincidence, both years, Tom Brady was not the quarterback. Am I right? Yeah, funny how that works. Hey, question. Who would you rather have had this year, Mac Jones or Matt Castle? Uh, what kind of Matt Castle? <laughs> well, uh, I don't think it would have mattered with Matt Patricia um, calling offensive no. plays there in the line and everything. But what a week, man. What a wild week. Uh, the league is just going bonkers, of course. Week 18 wrapped up. The Jags are in the playoffs. They beat the the Titans in a real barn burner there. Um, so they win the division in the South and their fourth seed. Dolphins just barely slip in by beating the flaccid Flacco-led Jets in Miami with Skylar Thompson leading the charge, uh, limping ourselves into the playoffs here as Tua is ruled out against the Buffalo Bills. We'll talk about that. Um couldn't clear concussion protocols that just came out recently. And uh, New England put up a valiant fight against the Bills, I will say that. But they fell short, 35-23, I believe it was. So Miami beat the Jets 11-6, to just as we all predicted, right? Field goals and safeties, no touchdowns. But uh, regardless, I want to talk uh, Patriots-Bills because there's really not much to talk about with Dolphins, Jets. We'll get to that. But I want to know, how do you give up your head coach's Bill Belichick, the encyclopedia of special teams in the NFL history, Sean? And his special teams gives up 14 points to Nime Hines and the Bills, which ultimately was a big deciding factor in that victory over the Patriots. What happened that game, man? Who's to blame? Where did it go wrong? What do the Patriots do moving forward? So I think when you, uh, you know, talk about special teams and you talk about things to blame, it starts and ends with the same man. It's Bill. Um, because when you sit there and you try to, you know, evaluate that situation where special teams gave up that, you go, well, Bill is the special teams and defensive guy. Okay. Well, Bill this year, you would say, is also more the offensive guy and the GM and the quarterback assistant and the offensive coordinator, you know, doing too many things at once, which we initially thought was the case and could be too much. So no matter how you try to shape it or look at it from whatever angle, it all ends with the same explanation. Bill's doing too much. I think in Bill's examples and his own voicing without saying it, because, you know, he gives nothing answers. I think that's, that's the, that's the surmise you could get from the situation is he's doing too much and it shows on the field. Um, 
Patriot defense, if there's anything that's going on, I don't know if it's Gerard Mayo. I don't know if it's Steve Belichick. I don't know if it's a combination. I don't know if that's because of Bill's influence. Something's going on right. Something's cooking. The secondary did very well against a great Bills offense. Uh, you know, outside of removing the, you know, special teams explosion that they had on uh, the Bills, um, the offense looked very uh, woefully average or below average. Actually, it looked like a Patriots offense, so I'd say average. Um, outside of one pass to Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen didn't everything was actually below average i think um well i mean you held the defense did it you held them to 254 yards passing three touchdowns at a pick um i mean stefan diggs had what was it the uh, 49 yarder that was the big one for him yeah, seven that's, catches that's, honestly outside of that and two 20 yard passes which again that's pretty average, seeing as the Patriots are second in the league and they're a terrible offense, so that doesn't say much. Um, Plus two takeaways, you know, on the fumbles. So. Yeah, and pretty much Bill did everything he can. I think he threw the kitchen sink on defense, and he made Josh Allen only the second time, I think, in his career look average, um, especially against Bill. Um we're looking towards the offseason in that scenario because I think it kind of planned out the same way as we expected. I didn't think the defense was going to be nearly as good as they were. I actually thought the offense was going to meek out a little more because of simply Mac, but it looks like the offensive coordinator situation and the entire meshing of the concept is actually what held them back, and the defense is actually what held them forward. So I had it backwards, but... Looking well, towards the off seasons, just like the Bengals in Cincinnati for Tom Brady. That's where we go. Ramondre uh, Stevenson played well. Uh, Damian Harris contract year. Is Damian Harris coming back? No, not a chance. No. Um, I, I, I think even his value for other teams is going to be higher than it will be for the Patriots because I think it, it just kind of stamped the situation towards the season end is – you know, Damian Harris was always the first front runner when it came to early running downs. And I think as we saw as time went on, Mondre did that and he was the pass protector and he was able to catch passes. Yeah, I, I would say so. He had five catches in that game against Buffalo. Um, you know, Harris had one and then running the ball, I mean, half amount of carries is Harris. I think he had six versus the 13 Harris had and had 54 yards to his 48. So, I mean, He's, he's obviously producing at a better rate. Do you think they stick with maybe Pierre Strong as the one-two punch with Stevenson, or are they going to pick up I, somebody or draft? I I think they keep with the same situation they have going is uh, the more running backs that could do the more things. That sounds like a Bill Belichick uh, concept there. Um, he wants to have an offense and a defense that you can't sit there and pin them for any one formation. So I think they stick with guys that are more multiple. Makes sense. Gotcha. Well, regardless, Patriots uh, end the season at Sean's prediction, 8-9. So below 500. And you have to sit here and wonder, if you're a Patriots fan, you know, there's a lot of options on the table. Bill's noncommittal to Mac coming back as the starting quarterback. Of course, Bill's noncommittal about a lot of things. Doesn't mean he has his mind made up one way or another. Uh, Matt Patricia, of course, very big problem. 
in New England with offensive coordinator, but I mean, who knows? Maybe he, I, I would think he'd have to be gone, but do you see any big moves coming soon? We're, obviously, we're going to do an episode, um, you know, once Miami season is over, because we're in the playoffs. I don't know if you know that. But once Miami season is over, uh, we'll do a deep dive on offseason predictions and moves and start on that. But with how wild things have been, you see any imminent moves from New England, or is this a wait-and-see thing? Um, I think typically in the scape of most things with coordinator positions, it's going to be a wait-and-see. But the first move I think the Patriots are going to do, and if I were them, I would do it because my boss also mentioned he would care for it. Uh, Robert Kraft made a comment earlier this year, I think, uh, I believe two or three weeks ago, about Nick Cayley, tight ends coach. Um, He made it very specific when he said, if there's anyone to go and stay, Nick Cayley is to stay. And I think there's a potential to even see him move up to even as high as – quarterback assistant um i think in the offensive ranks i think nick cayley is the only remaining bill belichick uh kind of coaching staff to uh remain on the offensive side um he was blocked to leaving to josh mcdaniels and i think that is a part of it and i think the only reason that that's okay in this offseason is that they had a promotion in mind so it makes sense to me right Quick question before we move to Dolphins Jets. Matty P, Matt Patricia, coming back or leaving? Uh, he's staying, but he'll be moved to a different role. Defense? Probably offensive line. No, purely offensive line, I think. Because that worked so well this year, right? Well, as <laughs> offense, and then slash this and slash that. And well, guess what? That's why we don't uh, keep them in titles or well, roles. Cause we don't, do you we don't think he's going to do. Anything with that offensive line? Yes or no? Do you think yeah. he'll do better next year if he's solely focused on offensive line? Yeah, actually, I think so. Okay. I don't think the guy's dumb. I think he's a rocket scientist. He's asked to do. I think he's asked to do more things than he's capable of doing. And yeah. I think Bill Belichick at times has even looked that way when he's been asked to do more than he should because he takes it on himself. Bill Belichick is totally against child labor laws, in my opinion. He just strikes me yeah, as that he's kind of guy. anti. He's the anti, absolutely, yeah. which is strange coming from that era. Yeah, I know, right? Well, regardless, Patriots season's over. They've got a big, interesting offseason ahead. Obviously, they're going to have to do some reloading of sorts. Um, and not to mention, on top of that, I mean, if we focus in on the cap, it's going to be increasing here for all teams. That's going to be providing New England with some additional ammo plus drafting and whatnot, but that's for a different time. They're officially eliminated thanks to Buffalo. But however, Miami is moving on against Buffalo in the wild card after an 11 to 6 Jets uh, victory over the Jets, I should say. Miami was without two of this game, uh, without Teddy Bridgewater. And quite frankly, Skylar Thompson did just enough to get the job done against the Jets, which I'll be honest with you. Uh, that was probably one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. It was so bad. Um, I, I just – neither offense could really do anything. If you look at the, the lay of the land and what the game was, it was all about field position. Both – you know, Jets have a top five defense, so no turnovers. That was the interesting thing. It was a very 
third and out, three and out, you know, standing on fourth down. We, we had a fourth down. We're dead. Jeff Wilson got some good carries. Mostert ran pretty well, but he broke his thumb, and now he's out for Buffalo as well. Gesicki actually uh, was second that day on the team in catches. He had four catches, 46 yards. He had he was targeted the most, Sean. Mike Gesicki was targeted more than Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. Um, Sauce Gardner locked down Tyreek Hill that game. Tyreek finished the day two catches, 23 yards on five targets, by the way. So Sauce Gardner is the real deal. But, you know, we wind up winning 11-6, to six, and there's not really much to talk about with this game. Um, Miami's defense did what they had to do against the flaccid offense of the Jets. Um, you know, our offense did just enough to get in the range to let Jason Sanders kick some field goals and get us the W there. But we, the real main thing to talk about is, you know, we went on a three-game win streak. We lost three, five. We win in a row. We lose five in a row. We barely squeak by the Jets. And how we not squeak by the Jets, the Steelers would be going to Buffalo right now. But Sean uh, just announced was that we mentioned earlier, Tua is not cleared from concussion protocols to play this game. McDaniel will him out. And uh, it's Teddy Bridgewater's pinky still not where it needs to be, I guess. So he can't grip the football. And it's going to be up to Skylar Thompson and Mike Glennon to lead this Dolphins team into Buffalo in January football in the wild card round in the playoffs. Um, Buffalo's opened up at nine point favorites, Sean, the over under is 46 and a half. I have a feeling that they should probably be, I think the line is going to change within the coming days. It's going to be double digits. It's going to be 14. I think at minimum 14 and a half. I think I would open my, uh, line on that. Um, I think it's going to be a drumming. Yeah. You don't even pose the rushing, let alone defensive threat. So and if there ever was a quarterback, I think irregardless of which quarterback you wanted to have mashed potato brains, uh, Teddy, two handless gloves. I don't know what nine fingers going on there. Nine fingers. Um, guy, guy gets stiff armed. He can't take a fall. <laughs> Tua can't take a fall. Oh, yeah. Why Miami, can't our Miami quarterbacks can't take hits? That's what it <laughs> comes down to. Listen, I, I'm all for taking risks on a player or two with injury histories, but you just can't build an entire roster I, out of injury-prone guys. I, I've seen players like Tom Brady take helmet shots to the back of his body from Ray Lewis. I've seen Ed Reed decleat people. I've seen Mac Jones get absolutely Oof. annihilated yeah. on blind hits. And then you have Teddy Bridgewater – trying to attempt to tackle similar to Mac Jones against Chandler Jones, except for one guy is just the guy and the other one's a safety. He, he looked as woeful as Mac Jones did eating the turf. Um, it was pretty pathetic. And but Teddy Bridgewater, if there's anything I can say, I've been very critical of Tua. I've been very critical of Ryan Tannehill when it comes to certain plays and giving up. And even Jay Cutler himself. I think one of the most pathetic attempts I think I've ever seen in a falling fashion is, in fact, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I do question his will. Well, he's getting a seven mil regardless. Um, highest paid backup in the league, I believe. Yeah, it, it was pretty pathetic. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say this about this game. We're going to talk 
Bills Dolphins wild card now. Um, I, yeah, I, I've been a Dolphins fan my whole life, and I'm gonna say right now we were a better team with Matt Moore in 2016 entering the playoffs against a good Pittsburgh team than we are right now going to Buffalo. I'd say 2010 Chad Henning. Well, I, in terms of you know comparing our last <laughs> appearance in the playoffs, and well, that and Matt that Moore got concussed. I don't know if people remember or not. Matt Moore got concussed in that game, like in the first series. Um, and he was still trying to play in different protocols, different things back then. But thanks, Bud Dupree. Look out, Walgreens employees. So all I'm going to say is that I hope we win. I root for this team. I've been a Dolphins fan my whole life. This is one of the worst teams we've ever fielded going into the playoffs in history. Um. Yeah, we have Tyreek Hill. Yes, we have Jalen Waddle. You know, those guys combined for seven catches and 80 yards against the Jets. Are the are the, the defense like here's the thing. Raheem Mostert's out. Teron Armstead is questionable slash doubtful. Two is ruled out. Jeff Wilson's hip is, you know, kind of bothering him a little bit from injury reports. He's limited in practice. Um, it's gonna be Wilson and Ahmed who are gonna be the one two for running. Hill has a high ankle sprain, they said, which is bothering him. He's limited. And so we're hobbling into the playoffs. Our two left tackles are hurt. Our right tackle's in and out. Um, you know, Skylar Thompson's getting the start. He does one, – one thing Skylar Thompson will do is he does spread the ball around. So it's not like you know he's going to Hill every time. Gesicki gets targets, Waddle, Hill, the running backs. He does go through that. But he's, he's not going to force anything. But this is a game where you're going to have to try to make a big play or two to open things up because they're not going to respect the pass, so they're going to go all in on the run. See, the last game we played, they gave up the run. They weren't going to give up the pass. And so that's what you saw when Miami was getting all those rushing yards. Buffalo said, throw it on us. Come on. And when they got in throwing situations, that's why you saw Miami fall flat in their face. Now, Sean, what is your uh, – before I get my prediction, I want to know, what is your prediction on how this game's going to go? What the final score is going to be? I think it's going to go in similar fashion. How? How they're going to jump out 14 to nothing? Not positive, but it's going to happen. Um, and I think that's going to put Miami and throw away the run approach, which, you know, it's almost like it's in their DNA at this point. Um, they're just going to let it go. They're going to let it fly. That's all you have. That's all they can do because I don't think they're quite like uh, New England where they can even run the ball. Right. Um, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Jalen Waddle, you have Mike Gusecki, throw the ball. Like, yeah. You have a young quarterback, see what he's got. That's that's your best option. So what's your final yeah. score prediction? Uh, 35-17. Yeah. I'm gonna I say... think he's going to make some mistakes and some uh, big plays, and they're not going to matter. Yeah, I'm going to say Miami. I think Skyler's going to play good for a seventh-round rookie heading into a playoff game with the weight of the world on his shoulders. He's going to turn the ball over a couple of times probably because he's going to have to force something downfield at the end of the game or he's going to get sacked and he's going to fumble or something's going to happen. Um, I don't foresee us running the ball as well as we did last time. Um, this game is going to be probably decided by the third quarter, I would say. Buffalo will probably pull away by three scores at that point. And, you know, Miami may be able to scrounge up some points, maybe 10 points, 
14 points in the fourth quarter, but it'll be one of those games where it, it wasn't that close, I think. I could be wrong, but that's just how I see it playing out. And so I'm going to go, uh, Buffalo's probably going to win 38 to 10, 38 to 14, something like that. And um, yeah, I, I think that's probably going to be the game. Now, I want to go around the wild card league here or the brackets here real quick, Sean, and get your uh, predictions. I'll give mine. Um, AFC playoff picture here since we're talking uh, Bills Dolphins. We gave ours for their Bills probably advancing more than likely. A um, couple other good matchups, though. Ravens, Bengals, the wild card game as well. Who you got? Uh, Ravens get trounced. Yeah. I uh, see La- enough La- of Huntley. Lamar Jackson is also struggling to be ready for that game, by the way. Yeah, I don't think he will. Yeah, Bengals definitely move on from there. Jags, Chargers, Herbert's playoff debut against Trevor Lawrence in his playoff debut. Who you picking? See, here's where it gets really interesting, and you finally ah. got something. <laughs> Jaguars win. Jags! I, I think you finally see where you just can't have your quarterback do everything. And I think that's where it's going to come into connection for the Jaguars is they do enough defense, enough running, and just enough passing. I think they finally put it together. Wow. I'm actually going to go Chargers because this is not the game where Herbert doesn't come through. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I think it's going to be close. But uh, I'm picking Chargers. NFC side of the the territory here, Sean. Uh, Wild card matchup. Seahawks, Niners. Oh, yeah, it's not a game. It's uh, Niners, yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, Giants, Vikings. Um, To the contrary, and most people is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm such a huge Giants fan. But uh, no, actually, um, there's a change of heart. I think the Giants win. You I think, oh, you're picking the Giants now over your boy Kirk? I think there's going to be a miracle. Wow. I think we're going to see a miracle out there. I think we're going to see a one-handed grab. Danny Dimes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'm picking Giants as well. And lastly, Tom Brady back with a losing record. The Bucks take on the fraudulent Cowboys, Sean. Who are you picking in this one? It's Tom Brady. I'm not betting against the guy. I never will. Just won't. Yep. He did it with dog shit, and he got to where he is now, so I, I can't turn now. Okay. Cowboys look fraudulent as always, and yep. <laughs> it's hard for me to bet against the guy that has proven me. He beats the Cowboys. He just beats them. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's just the way it goes. Well, that's uh, pretty much what we've got for today's show, everybody. We're going to be back. Of course, with the wild card recap, we'll talk a little AFC as well as NFC and what's going on there. If by some miracle the Dolphins do beat the Bills, um, you will have a celebration on my end because that'll be the first playoff victory since 2001 for us. Um, it's been a long time coming, so we'll pop the champagne. It's not going to happen. Oh, will you stop? It's not going to happen. You're not even in the playoffs. <laughs> So won't happen. <laughs> anyways, um, but again, everybody, we are on YouTube. We're on everywhere. Podcasts are available. Give us a like, a subscribe, leave us a review. If you could please and share the show, if you like it, if not, you're probably a Jets fan. So you're not in the playoffs either. So there you go. 
Um, Sean, you got anything you want to add here before we wrap up? Yeah, we're on to the Celtics. <laughs>